Hello, everyone. Today, I'm talking about five things I wish I knew early on in my fitness journey. And while I will be sharing these, I think it's also really important to note that sometimes you have to go through the challenges in order to fully appreciate and understand why you were wrong in the first place. It's the whole, you know, don't touch that, it's hot. You're really not going to remember that until you've burned yourself. And I think the same goes for my fitness journey and what I'm going to be sharing with you. So if you have experienced these challenges, maybe that's why it's easier for you to move forward and not focus on them or not do them anymore. And, you know, maybe if you're a quick learner, you will take heed, take some of this advice and skip some of the mistakes that I have made. And so my first one is that you cannot out-train a bad diet. I am someone who I would, when I first started working out, I would reward myself. I'd be like, wow, Nikki, great workout. You deserve, you know, X, Y, or Z. You worked out so hard this morning, you deserve to have, you know, cookies from the staff room table. You worked out so hard, you deserve to go get yourself a, you know, fancy drink at Starbucks, whatever it is. And you cannot out-train a bad diet. You cannot do a 30 or 40 minute workout, burn 150, 250 calories, and then go nuts on your eating. It does not work that way. And I think a lot of us, myself included, have gone in, gotten into the habit of overestimating how many calories we're burning and underestimating how many calories we are eating. And so that is a really important part of seeing progress because I know how disheartening it can be when you are working so hard, you're showing up consistently to the gym or to your home workouts and nothing is physically happening. And then I would say, take a look at what you're eating, my friends, because that might be the challenging part for you. Once I got into a good habit with my workouts, I had a closer look at my nutrition and what I was eating and that's when things really clicked and that's when I started to see change and progress. Workouts and work, or working out and eating well, those two things go together. But eating well does not just mean eating, you know, what people like to consider clean foods. It's about eating a certain amount of food or a certain amount of calories that are realistic for your goals, your weight, your activity levels, all kinds of things. And I do have lots more information about that inside my members area, um, which you can learn more about on my Instagram at justget.fit. Now, moving on to number two, you are not always going to be motivated. Oh my goodness. This was one where I was like, I don't know how people just keep working out for years or, you know, how have they stuck with this for five years? I'm not always motivated. And that's the truth. You cannot always rely on motivation to get you where you want to be, to show up for your workouts, to meal prep. I guarantee it. You're not always going to be motivated. Not all of us are. I, I would say none of us are always motivated. And this is where establishing healthy habits is so important. And getting into the habit of, you know, maybe you work out every Tuesday and Thursday. That's your habit. So even when you wake up on a Tuesday and you're like, oh, I just don't feel like doing this because it's become a habit. You get up, you put your clothes on and you do it. You show up for yourself. And that's a lot of this. After nearly five years, 
There are days when I do not want to train. There are some weeks when I do not want to work out, but I continue to show up and I continue to train because it has become a healthy habit because I know that after I'm done, I always feel really good and I feel successful. This doesn't mean if I'm aiming for five workouts a week that I always get my five workouts, but instead of not showing up at all on those tough weeks, I maybe show up, you know, 80% of the time and that. That is a huge accomplishment for me. And so I think that's also a really important thing is to remember that you're not always going to be motivated, but establishing those healthy habits. So when motivation is lacking, that's what you're falling back on. Habit. All right. Number three, you do not need to eliminate foods you love. Let me say that again. You do not need to eliminate or stop eating foods you love to get progress or to see results. Yes, food is an important part of physique change, weight loss, um, body composition change, all of that. But that does not mean your favorite foods need to disappear or be eliminated from your diet completely. I enjoy the food I eat every single day. I include things I like because it makes it easier for me to adhere to a plan. If you told me I have to eat, you know, kale salads and grilled or, you know, baked chicken breast every day, I'd, I'd give up right now. I mean, yesterday we had some grilled chicken thighs. I made a whole bunch of veggies and salads and we had French fries. It was fantastic. I was so excited about my meal and people go, oh, you eat French fries? I go, yeah, why not? We got an air fryer. I picked ones with like great macros. And I can literally eat them three or four times a week. This is the important part. You need to include foods you love. But learning about macros, learning about portion sizes, and learning how you can include foods you love is a really important part of this long term. And this is also something I talk about in my members area as well, where you don't have to give these things up. You can continue to eat things, but you might find, hey, you know what? I didn't realize this food is so calorie dense and that I'm actually having two servings instead of one. So power is knowledge. If you take the time to track your food for a week, you might come to realize, hey, you know what? If I make these simple tweaks, I'm able to include this every day. Or sometimes we have recipes where we're like, oh, I really, really like that, but it's probably unhealthy. I can't eat it. Well, Maybe put it into my fitness pal, create a recipe for it, see what it looks like. Maybe instead of it being four servings, you make it six servings and the calories decrease. And instead of having it on its own, you have it with, you know, a big side salad or roasted veggies or whatever it is that you like. So you're still including the things you like. This takes work. This doesn't just magically happen. But if you really want to make a change, you're also going to be willing to put that work in because I promise you, even though at first it's going to seem tedious, it's going to seem time consuming, you don't have to do that forever. Slowly over time, you will become more familiar with things. You'll become more familiar of what a serving size looks like, and it will be much, much easier to include the foods you love, to continue seeing progress, and to actually enjoy your journey and experience as opposed to feeling like, I only have to do this for four more weeks. That's not an attitude or approach that's going to get you results long term. All right, next one. 
Number four, you shouldn't always be dieting. And that might sound something, that might sound a bit strange. I mean, I am a nutrition coach. 95% of the women I work with see me because they want to lose weight. But I've had a couple come back to me after they've, you know, reduced their body fat, felt good about themselves, and come back to want to bulk, to increase their calories, to build muscle. And that, that is freaking fantastic. That makes me so happy. It makes me happy when people go, wow, you know what? I've reached my goals. I'm going to increase my calories to maintenance. That's incredible. You should not be striving to be in a calorie deficit 365 days a year. There is no need for that. And realistically, it's not sustainable or possible. You're not doing yourselves any favor by doing that. So if you are choosing to diet, my suggestion is to include diet breaks Or say, you know what, I'm going to be cutting calories for eight weeks or 12 weeks. And after that, I'm going to bring my calories back up to maintenance. I'm going to give myself a break, not be in a deficit, not do these things and allow my body to rest, recover, recoup. And then depending how things are feeling, maybe in six or eight weeks, I'll cut calories a little bit again. And if you are doing that, remember, it does not have to be drastic. You do not need to be cutting a thousand calories a day. Think about what's going to be sustainable so you can adhere to a plan for the number of weeks you've set, whether it's four weeks or six weeks, be realistic. You should not be struggling or suffering through um, diet phases. All right, number five, and this is a really important one. You have to find joy in the journey. If every day you wake up and you're like, ugh, This is awful. This is torture. I have to eat the same stupid meal. I have to, you know, do the same stupid workout. And I hate everything about this. That attitude and that mentality is not going to get you where you want to be. It is not going to get you results. It's not going to get you results that you hold on to. Think about it this way. If you do something for 12 weeks, you change your eating, you change your training, and you see progress, and all of a sudden you stop, do you think those results are just magically going to last? No. The results you get are a direct relation or direct result of how you change your eating and how you change your activity levels. So if you just stop doing those things, you are going to go back to where you started and you are going to lose all the results and progress you made. And that's why this needs to be a lifestyle. When you make changes to how you eat and how active you are, those should be changes you can adhere to long-term. You might have phases where you go a little bit harder, you, you know, train a little bit more, you add a little bit more cardio, or you cut back on calories ever so slightly, but long-term, what you're doing with regards to your eating and nutrition are things that you can keep up long-term. They are habits. Going for, you know, a 15-minute walk five days a week, that will become a habit. Making sure you are including, you know, so many servings of vegetables a day should become a habit. Making sure you're prioritizing protein at every meal should become a habit. Those habits will get you results and help you to keep them. And doing these things in a way where you're not suffering or struggling or hating everything is important. You need to work out in a way that brings you joy. 
You need to enjoy your workout. And now that does not mean you're going to go, wow, I love 100% of my workouts. No. It means though that you are not dreading the workout. And I've talked about this in my podcast on how I started and how I was working out at home and I was doing a program called BBG. And after a while, there was so much jumping around and I, it just became so daunting to me. I would go to bed and be like, oh, I should lay out my clothes because I have that workout tomorrow. And in the pit of my stomach, I was just not looking forward to it. I was, I was truly dreading it. And I, I'm not saying this because I think it's a terrible program. No, this got me started. This got me to where I am and I'm grateful for it. But I think it's also okay to evolve, to need change, to make a switch and to say, hey, that was really great, but it's not so great anymore. What can I do now? How can I change things so I love what I'm doing? Should I try something new? Should I work out with a friend? Is there a new class I can take? Maybe I'll try bar. Maybe I will try Pilates. Maybe I will try yoga or Zumba. There are so many different ways to be active that you might have to go through a whole lot of them before you find what you love. I love weightlifting. It brings me joy. It makes me feel confident. It makes me feel beautiful. I love it. It is such a reward. Literally, before quarantine, it was what I would look forward to in my day. After my work, it was my reward. And that is not how I started. I started where I was like, oh, I have to work out because I want to lose weight. So I'm not being disapproving of someone who starts their fitness journey to lose weight. That was me. That was literally me. But weight loss will only propel you so far. You need to enjoy the journey. You need to enjoy the experience. And my suggestion for that is finding people to support you in that. Build a community of people around you who are passionate about the same things, are passionate about, you know, making healthy food or being active, going for walks, hiking, snowshoeing, whatever it is. Surrounding yourself with people like that will inspire you to keep going. It will give you companionship. And those things are priceless. When That is the big difference between me succeeding since I started about five years ago or getting back into this about five years ago compared to the other times. The other times I was going it alone. I didn't have, I mean, yes, my uh, husband was supporting me and he would encourage me to go. But the, the reality is it's nice to have other people and other people who are honest about their challenge and struggles. I made my community on social media, on Instagram, and I followed girls who inspired me, who were honest and were like, oh, today was hard. I didn't want to do that. Or today was great. I feel super successful. But sharing those highs and lows was a really, really important part of me sticking with this. Because I think sometimes we follow people who are just always so darn positive all the time. And everything is just going so great. And everything is perfect. And they're always so motivated. And I'm like, I call I call BS. I was like, I don't know about you, but I am not always motivated. I do not always want to show up. And that's realistic. Struggling is realistic. So follow people who are going to be true about those things, who are going to share the highs and lows of their journey. And follow someone who will inspire you to keep going, whether they are people close to you, 
people across the world. It doesn't matter, but build your community. I promise it will serve you and it will keep you going. All right. Thank you so much for listening, fam. Do not forget to subscribe to my podcast and you can also follow me on Instagram at jessget.fit. You can learn more about my members area, my home workout programs, my gym programs, how to calculate your macros and access over 240 recipes inside. So check me out on Instagram and learn more. Thank you so much for listening.